3: Yo, welcome in on a Friday night. It is the I couple, Rob Parker, Fred Rogan in for Chris Broussard. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. And if you're a value customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. That's right. That's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. And it's a Friday, a funky flashback Friday. And our normal crew, Fred, you don't know this, but there are only three constants on this show. All right. Because we have people coming in and out all the time. You never know when Chris is off or vacation or just don't feel like it or whatever. Well, that's a good reason not to
4: work. Just don't feel like it.
3: Just don't feel like it. Rob G, you know, he's always got something going on as well. He's got a million comp days. But my man, Alex, is always on the job. Am I right, Alex?
1: Rob, it wouldn't be right if I wasn't here to be the Robin to your Batman. You feel me?
3: No doubt. And... On the update, Steve Desager is always in the house. So I have my usual crew. Ryan is filling in for Rob G as our producer tonight. But Fred Rogan, and for people who don't know or might be just joining the program, Fred Rogan is a legendary sports broadcaster in Los Angeles. He's worked for KNBC for 40 years, which is mind-boggling. And, uh, one of my favorite people here in Los Angeles, when I first came out here, took me under his wing, uh, befriended me and I really appreciate you, Fred. So Fred Rogan from uh, KMBC KNBC and he has a popular, uh, sports talk show on AM 570, um, LA sports, the Rogan and Rodney show, Rodney Pete and Mr. Fred Rogan.
4: I got to tell you, Rob, thank you for the kind words, um, I have been at NBC here in L.A. for 42 years.
3: Oh, 42. I'm, I'm yeah.
4: shortchanging you. What am no, I that's saying? that's fine. That's fine. But, you know, the remarkable part of it is I'm 47 years old. Is that what it is? Yeah. So I started when I was five. And uh, <laughs> it, it was an intern program where they put me on the air. I was a kid broadcaster and uh, have just grown up here. So, you know, although I've been here many years, uh, I'm still relatively young, even compared to you
3: you know what's unbelievable, Fred, is that when you started uh covering sports for K N B C in Los Angeles in uh forty two years ago, uh the basketball still had laces on it. How was that? Was okay, that a problem, I, right. Dribbling? You
4: know, I knew you were gonna do something like that. <laughs> I, I just you know, we've heard your comedy routine. We're yes. all excited to see you perform. I'm but gonna see, to perform I c- at an LA nightclub. You're gonna be there, Fred. You gotta oh, you be you know there. I am. You know I am. I'll be right yes. in the front row. Yeah. But I could, yeah. I, you know what? I, I could tell in the setup where you were going with that. I you just wanted to I was, tell you.
3: you. You knew I had something going. You telegraphed right. it a little bit. What about this setup? All right. You know, Fred, I love yeah. baseball more than anybody. And you You're, know, you love remember baseball. Remember the
4: Baseball Writers Association.
3: Exactly. I'm a big baseball guy. I, love, I, I always feel, Fred, that I've been blessed. You know, you've gotten to work in this town for a long time and seen so many things. I've moved around a lot. But what I've been fortunate, Fred, is that I've worked in all big baseball towns. Right. New York, where I grew up, Cincinnati, you know Cincinnati's history, Detroit, and Los Angeles. I've worked for four great baseball towns. Right. Two National League, and I say National League in New York, even though the Yankees are there, because I grew up watching the Mets. I was a National League fan. Okay. Cincinnati, National League. Yeah. Detroit American League and of course LA National League. Right. I love National League baseball. And I wrote a column today on deadspin.com. I'm not I'm happy the lockout is over Fred, but I'm not happy that the players decided that they want a universal DH. It's not to enhance the game. They're not moving uh the, uh, it, the game forward or giving fans what they want. The only reason the players agreed to it is they believe they will get more big money-paying jobs, right, Fred, from well, the it opens,
4: it opens up another job. Yeah,
3: absolutely Yeah, right. that's the reason. I don't like it. I know I'm going to have to live with it the same way I had to live with the uh, wild card and all that. But I really like the strategy of the National League. I like hit and run. I like bunting. I like having a manager to make a decision whether to take a guy who's pitching a good game out because this might be our only scoring opportunity, Fred, with two outs. I got to make a decision. Should I pinch it here or just bite the bullet and let this guy pitch another inning or two because it's a tight game? That goes out the window. When I think of the DH, I think of a softball beer league where everybody grabs a bat. First it's the DH, next Fred, you know what we're going to have? What? Ten guys in the lineup, and we're going to have an EH, an extra hitter. Let's just have an EH. Put another guy in. Who cares? We don't care what Abner Doubleday uh, invented 100 years ago, 150 years ago. Screw Abner Doubleday. Let's just put, let guys hit without play in the field. I want to throw up in my mouth that the National League has adopted a, the universal DH. I know I'm an old man waving angri- angrily at the clouds or whatever. I'm, I'm that guy. Hey, you kids, get off my lawn. I love the National League style of baseball. That's I what love, I
4: played. That's what I grew up with. All right. I love the National League style of baseball, too. But you're also a guy, apparently, that believes uh, NFL players should wear leather helmets again. <laughs> but things evolve. Now, I'm not a huge fan of this. I love the strategy of it. But I'll tell you this. Uh, for, American League, for National League teams, you put another bat in the lineup, it's going to open up the offense. It's going to make it more exciting. And it really does change the strategy when you're managing the National League. But I think when you get to postseason and you've got the DH you know, in one ballpark and you don't have it in the other, I think this absolutely makes it even 100% of the time. Yeah, it's going to change. It's going to change the way National League managers use their pitchers. But I love the idea of putting another bat in the lineup. Hit, is as, what, as a water, guy who lives like in Los right. Angeles, I, if the Dodgers were able to sign Freddie Freeman... That would be fantastic, and with that DH at his age for the number of years he wants, he will become the DH eventually, and that is a solid bat in the lineup. So I get what you're saying, and I think there is more strategy to the National League game, but why should we send a guy up there that's an automatic out? Why? Well, well here, here's the other problem. I I hear, I hear
3: that about he's an automatic out or whatever, and I get that part of it, But that moves the game along faster. I don't want a game like the old Earl Weaver in Baltimore who's waiting for a three-run home run. The problem with the game today, Fred, is it's all home runs or strikeouts. There's no moving the runners. There's none of that. It's like somebody gets on and everybody, the next three batters, swing for the fences that th- 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 I like automatic outs I like a, a pitcher bunting into a double play to get my team out of a jam I don't I don't need to have all nine hitters be great hitters and everybody in the lineup can't hit you got guys batting uh, th- uh, sixth or seventh or eighth who can't get a clutch hit as well I don't have a problem with the pitcher hitting or bunting a man over or not being able to get the, the bunt down to do the job right that that I like that so and what here's should, the other thing.
4: Okay, all right.
3: The National League, people have been batting. The pitchers have been batting. Are you ready? Since 1876. From 1876 to 2021, pitchers hit in Major League Baseball. And now you're telling me we're not doing it anymore. 1876.
4: Fred, that was your first year on KNBC. That's not necessary. But what you are saying, no, and I have to agree, Rob, I think we should put down our phones and go back to rotary phones. And I think we shouldn't have electric cars. We should go back to cars that you had to crank up to start. Things evolve and things change. And by putting an extra bat in the lineup, it makes it more exciting. Period. Why don't we, using your philosophy in hockey, what we'll do? is we'll make the goals smaller. We'll make the net smaller. Or in football, why don't we make the field 30 yards longer? The idea is to generate offense and excitement. That's what all sports are trying to do. I'll tell you something, I'll tell you something else they got rid of in the new agreement. Extra innings. Starting a runner on second base. They're going back to the old-fashioned way. I think that's a mistake. I think you start a guy on second base in extra innings. I don't think we need to sit through five more innings. Start problem a guy. I have, Fred. Fred, this is a problem I have. All right, your
3: guy is pitching a gem. Okay. All right. Yep. And and it's a, it's no score. He's got he pitched nine complete innings. Right. And it comes out for the tenth. They put a man on second base, and somebody and then the next guy bunts him over, and then it hits a sacrifice fly, and you lose the game. Right. Is that that's not the game. That's that's not. And, and my thing is, <clears throat> it's not that often that it's five or six or eight extra innings and extra innings don't happen that often to where it's an issue. And most baseball fans, Fred, get up and leave if the game lasts too long and listen to the rest on the radio driving home if you don't want to sit there.
4: Well, Rob, uh, your mistake in this is that if your pitcher is pitching a gym and he comes out for the 10th inning. How often is that going to happen in today's baseball?
3: Uh, no, I get it. It's it not happen. going to happen. Okay, say, say that he's pitched and you, and you go to the bullpen, and you can easily lose a game just because you put a guy on second base. That's child's play for a major league. to a guy, um, to move a guy over, hit the other way, get him to third base, and then he can score on anything. I just don't know. What's the purpose
4: of that? Put him on third base if you want. What's the difference? Well, it takes a little longer to get around from second. But it opens the game up. It makes it more exciting. They they also got rid of the double header rule where the second game of the double header is going back to 9 innings. It should. I, I loved it when it was 7. I yeah, thought it was they, great. But who
3: somebody pitched a no hitter didn't even count. They didn't even count it. Well, because it was 7 innings.
4: Okay. A no hitter for 7 innings is a no hitter. You just put no, an asterisk by it. They you didn't they go 9.
3: They don't count it. All right, 8-7-7. 99 on Fox 8779966369 I want to hear from the odd couple listeners on this really cuz am I really that outdated and a dinosaur
4: Fred Yeah, yeah you are
3: I, Am I really <laughs> We're friends but yeah you are I know Ryan our producer he is a big uh, baseball fan one of the biggest and Ryan, are you there? I know Ryan. Are you with Fred on this? He's the biggest Dodger fan going. <laughs> uh, I love the Universal DH. Oh I'm my sorry, God! Rob. I'm so you excited. grew up with National League baseball your whole life. I know, I know. I did. One question I want to ask though: where, where are you at on banning the shift? Because you enjoy the strategy. No, I love. I love. I know shift. I, I, I'm. I'm. I'm with that. Agree. You heard, so you want shift. to ban the shift? You know why? Cuz I want base runners, Ryan. I but, want people to right? I want I want people to get no, hits. I, I understand. I'm I I'm like kind of with you there, but I'm just pointing out that if you love the strategy of baseball, there's way more strategy that comes into shifting than there is
0: with having a pitcher bat in the lineup.
3: That's true, but it's taken too many hits away, and now we have a game of home runs and strikeouts, and that's not what baseball is. That's okay. Is that fair? That's, I no. I I understand. I hear where you're coming from. I'm just. I'm very excited. I'm just. I keep refreshing John Morosi's uh, uh, Twitter feed because I am you waiting are. for Freddie Freeman to come. Because please. All right. Please. Well, we want to hear from you. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Are you down with the universal DH or are you yes. like me, a traditionalist? Uh. And and I know it's gonna happen. and I'm gonna have to accept it. But are you bummed out by it? Because I really am. It is the odd couple on a funky flashback Friday. Stick and stay. Unless
1: you're like Rob Parker and don't like the D.H. in the U.S. of A.
0: (laughs) Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the
1: iHeartRadio app. Mike check. Mike check.
5: Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson let me tell you a little bit about my new series KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move and tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever
2: Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com All right,
3: game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that, but there is just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for time tournaments where you work together to build each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Gold feels new and exciting every day. and go download it now free
6: on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!
3: Oh, man, the walrus of love, Barry White. It is the Odd Couple on a funky flashback Friday. Alex, you doing it up. Rob Parker and Fred Rogan coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. And AutoZone has the free services that you need to help you get back on the road like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get, into the, get in the zone, AutoZone. All right, Fred, this will be interesting as we talk about the new Universal DH We'll start seeing Fred and, of course, spring training games on, what, Wednesday or Thursday, I think they start. Yep. And the regular season, which starts opening day on April 7th. National League teams will now use a DH. Pitchers have hit since 1876 in the National League. That is out the window, 877 Ninety nine on Fox, and I do have the calls here. Santos in California, you're on the iCouple Couple Fox Sports Radio. What you got?
7: Hey, first of all, I'd like to thank you, uh, Mr. Parker and Mr. Broussard, and also uh, Mr. Rogan for filling in for Mr. Broussard. And thank you. you know, I, I, yeah, absolutely. I think that uh, you nailed it, Rob. I, I, I think that we, you know, I mean, Babe Ruth was a pitcher before. So That's I right. Nailed it. Yeah, that's right. I think you've nailed it. I think that we should go exactly the way that you're talking about. I love it. I, I want to hear more about it, and I think those should be talks that should be opened up. I'll let it open up for you know our other uh, people and our other nation on the line. Thank you. I want to say I love you both, you guys. Mr. Rogan, Mr. Broussard.
3: All Thank right. you, Santos. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, here's nice. the thing.
4: I, I-, I can understand Santos' uh, sentiment. Yes. But... uh Is he still driving around uh, in a horse and buggy? That's just because people hit back in the 1800s (laughs) doesn't mean they hit today.
3: 1876, unbelievable. Uh, Jordan in Atlanta, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Jordan?
8: How you guys doing? Um, Love the show.
3: Thank Uh, you, buddy.
8: I know y'all is celebrating out there, but we still fan out here in Atlanta.
3: to need Freddie to stay. Oh yeah, I know you're bummed out if if he if he goes to the Dodgers. What are you especially hearing in, in Atlanta? He is he done? Dodgers. Is he what? I said,
8: especially if he goes to the Dodgers. But I um, I just hear that we don't want to give him the extra year. I don't feel like that, that should be a sticking point. I feel like at this point, he deserves it. Like y'all were saying about Clayton Kershaw. Just right. give him the
4: extra year. We put in much work. Well, he, he does deserve it, given that there's a DH now. That's the thing. I can understand their philosophy in the past. Because that thing. extra year, Fred, at, at the end of his contract, he could DH. Yeah, well, I'm saying, now with the DH, why wouldn't you give him the extra year? To have one of the best bats in baseball in your lineup? And I think they made a serious mistake not being more serious about doing that early on. Because if I'm him, I'm going, after everything I've done and how I've contributed, you're telling me now, and I haven't lost any of my skill set yet, you don't believe in me. Well, I guarantee you there are teams that are going to believe in him. And the Dodgers will be one of them. The Yankees would be one of them. He's going to get paid, and he's going to get that extra year because with the D.H., there's no reason not to give it to him. Aaron in Denver,
3: you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What you got, Aaron? And
7: uh, Fred and Rob, I just want to let you know what an honor and privilege it is. My very first time, but Unc, I didn't Appreciate. think I would. Agree, uh, I, I didn't think I would agree with you on this, but I do, and let me tell you why. I'm from Seattle, Washington, originally grew up watching the Mariners. I'm 47 years old. So I obviously grew up, you know, knowing the DH and that part of the rule, that part of the strategy. Um, All my life, you know, against Boston, you know, athletics, Angels, Rangers, Royals, you know, White Sox, all those games. But, you know, I've moved to Colorado here in the last three years, and I've been going to some of those games, and I go to all the games when the Mariners come in to play interleague play. And wow. you know what? My, enjoy- my enjoyment of baseball when the Mariners have to put a pitcher out there to bat – doesn't dip or doesn't decrease it doesn't take away any of my enjoyment for baseball Thank and i you. really don't think that i really don't think there's any advantage to any team both teams have to do it and you know if you don't want your batter up there then pinch it i mean if your starter is not going to you need them to give you a certain number of innings to be effective during the game but i just don't understand this is not a part of the game that you have to sacrifice this isn't being more progressive like you're not going to lose a bunch of fans because you have hitters, you know, batters, I mean, uh, pitchers hitting in the National League thank and the you. DH in the American League. You don't have to do this. It's too – who are you appeasing by doing this? I don't mean to rant and take up no, much no, no. time. No, no,
3: no. Aaron, thank you, man, for the call. It's appeasing the union who wants another big job, Fred, for those 15 National League teams. And that's what it is. Let's squeeze in Andre real quick. Andre in Massachusetts, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Dre? What's going on?
8: Happy Friday. Thanks for taking the call. Listen, I'm with you, Rob. We need to see Clayton Kershaw get up there and take a few hacks. I had no problem with the distinctiveness between the league. I didn't think that was a sticking point for fans. It goes to the history. It goes to the tradition, again, all the way back to Babe Ruth. But I applaud Major League Baseball and getting this deal done. They say in life, you get what you negotiate. So both sides stuck to their guns, but then they got it done on day um, 100. And again, things like the shift, I don't have a Problem with? I just think for baseball, listen, it's going to be a longer game. Just make sure you get those uh, those designated views or clicks. However, you know, people don't have to watch for four hours, but if you get people watching for like an, a good hour of your game, and therefore you get that credit. However, it works with the algorithm. I think baseball uh, will be fine, and they're doing things. They're showing that they're receptive to the innovation. So happy that they got the job done. But doggone on it, uh, tradition and history means something. And Clayton Kershaw, I'm gonna miss. You going up there and those pictures going up there and showing that they're all around the Shohei Otani's, I will miss that part of it, but I, I can't be mad. Thanks for taking the call. All
3: right, appreciate it. <clears throat> Thank you so much, Dre. We appreciate you. Uh, all right, coming up next, Fred, Vince Goodwill from Yahoo Sports. He'll do uh, help us out with some NBA stuff. We'll talk about those brutal Lakers. We'll talk about Brooklyn, what he took away from that Brooklyn 76ers game, and much more. But first...
2: That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with All
3: right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that, but there is just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for time tournaments where you work together to build each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Gold feels new and exciting every day and go download it now free on
6: Google Play or the App Store. Game on!
3: It is The Odd Couple on a funky flashback Friday. Rob Parker and Fred Rogan filling in for Chris Broussard. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And AutoZone has free services you need to help you get back on the road like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service with over 5,600 locations nationwide. AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier, restrictions apply, get in the zone, auto zone. All right, now, Fred, now let's welcome in Vince Goodwill from Yahoo Sports. He, of course, NBA columnist, uh, a longtime friend of mine, my uh, ex-nephew, Vince. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Say hello to Fred. Fred. My ex-nephew. He's my ex-nephew.
5: Yes, that's exactly how I like to be navaled Rob Parker's ex nephew as in we kicked him out of the family years ago.
3: <laughs> Fred, I was married to his uh cousin. That's how that's so that's how I get the ex nephew uh, tag. But Vinny, let's let's get started. On the uh last night. We want to go there. I read your column uh today on Yahoo about the Nets and the seventy Sixers. What was your takeaway? Obviously it was a blowout. And the Nets jumped on them physical. James Harden had a terrible game. It was one more of those big stage games where things didn't go right. What did you take away from that, Vinny?
5: I mean, I think it's real easy to look at the Brooklyn Nets and say, you know, maybe if this team gets it together that they'll be able to make a run through the playoffs. But I don't see it that way. I think it's a little too much uh, for them to get through it four rounds, not having home court advantage, maybe not having Kyrie Irving even in the play in tournament. So so I think it's easy to pump the brakes on those things, guys. But for Philly, you gotta have some really big questions because if your stars can't be stars you won't get through a single round of the playoffs with James Harden's performing like that. Whenever the big, the bright lights are on, like you, you, Rob, you've been in these arenas so many times, where the your whole entire arena is jacked up because they want blood, they want something, right. they want something from someone. And a lot of times, it takes the air out of the home team. Like they're so hyped up, they're so ready for whatever that particular event is, and they forget that they actually have to play a basketball game. At some point, the emotion dies down, and you got to play and I did not think they were ready to play if there's anybody who needs well, no extra motivation, no extra atmosphere around him on a nightly basis is James Harden because he has so much to prove and hasn't done a damn thing.
3: What what did you make of I want to follow it up with the Ben Simmons the boo fest. I mean, it was hard to boo when your team's down by 30. What did you make of Philly? I think most people probably were disappointed that they didn't have their their big win and the boo Ben Simmons a little bit more last night. I
5: mean, I mean, can you boo a dude if he's not playing? You know,
3: that's.
5: <laughs> I mean, I just think it's very easy to build so much around you know the hype of that game in the pregame when all he's going to do is go out there in a Versace sweater or something like that and Louis Vuitton. I beg your oh, pardon. Louis Vuitton. Man. Excuse me. My bad. A Louis Vuitton, <laughs> uh, a Louis Vuitton sweater and on and the bench like what type of satisfaction? were the Philly fans gonna get. I don't think they were going to get much. I think they just wanted to vent their frustrations because they felt like Ben Simmons cost them something. When in actuality he played a part in you know, costing them something. But it wasn't just Ben Simmons. And I think last night was on full display of that. And at some point, I'm not saying they have to get over it, but at some point they're gonna to have to move forward and focus on what they have instead of what they didn't. Because I don't you know if these two teams play in the playoffs I mean, yeah, that would be fun and everything else, and it could be a budding rivalry. But how important is Ben Simmons going to be when you're losing by 25 when he's not out there?
4: Well put. Benny, let me shift uh, to a topic that uh, has had some national attention and certainly a lot on the West Coast, Russell Westbrook. Uh, you know, a, a square peg in a round hole. It doesn't fit. I, the Lakers made a mistake bringing him in. I think his skills have diminished somewhat, but he's still playing like Russ. Who will take him next year? Because he can't stay in Los Angeles. What team do you think would be willing to take him?
5: I don't know. I mean, maybe Italy, Cyprus. Wow.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Italy or Cyprus. I hear
5: hear Bora Bora is good this time of year. No, I'm not sure uh, with, with that price tag and everything that comes with having to accommodate Russell Westbrook and you're looking at a player whose skills are diminishing usually guys don't go from missing a bunch of layups not being able to shoot being a bad free throw shooter being turnover prone all these different things at this age and then turn around the next season at a $46 million price tag and improving I think He's reached the Allen Iverson stage of his career where A.I. went from being an all-star to two years later being completely out of the league because his game didn't fit with the way that the NBA was being played. And Russell Westbrook's game hasn't fit with the way the NBA was being played for quite a long time. It's just that his athleticism was more than enough to make up for what he lacked. I think he's one of those guys that when he loses one step, He loses, too, and I think he's at that spot where I don't even know if there's an accommodation he can make. You very rarely see guys who can't shoot turn around and be able to shoot at this late stage of their career. I think that horse has left the barn. I think he's far too stubborn and too proud to acquiesce to what people want him to be. And I I think he looks playing the villain or or maybe even the victim at this point a little too much to actually do some self-evaluation and change.
3: And, Vinny, last thing um – and we're talking about Westbrook what do you make i i i just thought it was overdone with uh people calling him westbrook and his reaction and you know how it's hurting his kids and they're calling out his his family name and is that just what you sign up for when you become a pro athlete and you have to deal with people making fun of certain situations i if it's not racist or vulgar, I don't have a problem with it. Am I missing something?
5: I mean, that's what you sign up for when you play basketball, period. Like, my last name is Goodwill. I've been called Badwill before. Someone has trying to get right. inside my head. You know what I mean? It's not, I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it's part of the basketball culture. It's part of the sports lexicon. And it's even more magnified when you're making the money you're making. You're playing in Los Angeles. You're playing for that franchise. Remember, remember, uh, playoff P was called pandemic P. Yes. during In the midst of a GD pandemic. Do you know how hard that had to be? You know, if someone was sensitive. And granted, we live in a completely different space and time in sports where you have to take these things into account and in the whole, you know, suck it up and just play uh element is, is leaving a bit and to some degree, yeah, you 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 have to take that into account. I remember, you know, Leon the Barber in Detroit or or uh, Robin Fricker, uh, the guy who would read uh, cool Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he would heckle cool Michael Jordan by reading passages from, you know, the Jordan Rules. I think for Russell Westbrook, yes, death threats are beyond the pale, especially to his family, especially in LA. There's no oh, buts. Oh I agree about with that, that. right. There, there there's no buts. The other side of it is He's usually been able to shut people up who've heckled him. I've been around where Russell Westbrook has been heckled by people, but he's been around long enough where he was able to shut them up with his play. And if I remember correctly, he was one of the leaders of people calling Kevin Durant a cupcake when Kevin Durant went from Oklahoma oh, City to Golden to the is. state. Isn't, isn't, that, isn't that name calling and everything else and sort of fanning the flames on that? So now when the rabbit got the gun, it ain't that much
3: fun. No doubt. His name is Vince Goodwill. I like that. Uh, Did you write that, or did you steal that from someone? That was impressive. I I stole that. Okay. I was (laughs) going to say, that's pretty damn good. Vince Goodwill from uh, Yahoo Sports covers the NBA. Read his uh, column and his pieces on uh, YahooSports.com. We appreciate you, Vinny. Have a great weekend.
5: Hey, appreciate you guys. You guys take it easy.
3: You too. All right. All right. Coming up next. Fred is going to talk about how life has changed in Los Angeles. Um, I think,
4: Rob, I think it's changed everywhere.
3: Everywhere, but but especially you're just saying, like, what you've noticed in Los Angeles. And you're right. We'll do that and put a bow on this bad boy. It is The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app
3: my mouth oh my we'll be back in full strength uh come monday but we're coming to you live from the fox sports radio studios and if you're a valued customer you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company and that's why discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year discover Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at com slash match limitations apply. Mr. Fred Rogan. Talk about the life changing that's going on in these United States because things yeah. are changing.
4: Things are changing. Look, look it, this all depends on where you live. Do you live in the central part of the country, the eastern part of the country? Do you live here in the west? But one thing the pandemic did is change the way we live forever. And one of the things that, at least in California, was mandated uh, longer than in other parts of the country was you had to wear masks. Wherever you went, you had to wear a mask. Now, in some states, that wasn't really necessary. But in California, it was basically the law you needed to wear a mask. If you walked around outside for a period of time, you had to have a mask. If you were indoors, you had to have a mask. Well, now the mask mandate has been relaxed. And you're actually seeing people's faces again. And to me, it's been a very odd experience. Because as I look at people's faces, I mean, I knew their eyes, and I knew what the shape of their head was. But now we're seeing their faces again. You know what I realized? They're I don't want to see. I, I don't want to <laughs> see all these faces. I, I, I just don't. I, I saw some people today, and I thought, "Oh, it's great to." Oh man, is that really what you look like? So we I'd want forgotten. the mask. You want it to go back, like like us wearing masks. To me,
3: Fred felt like a an episode of the Twilight Zone. Like that's what. It, like you remember seeing the, all these uh, science fiction movies. And it's usually set in Asia somewhere, I don't know, China or Japan, and everybody has a mask on and, you know, things are going on. And we wind up living that for the last couple of years. I'm still leery. I don't even know. What is the, what is the restriction that's been lifted? Indoors, I don't, I don't have to wear a mask? Because I've seen the signs taken down at the supermarket, at, on the doors.
4: Well, in, in L.A. County, where I live, um, I, I think they said, you can finally take off your mask, period. And here's the other part of it in L.A. County, people got to a point where they weren't listening anymore. I mean, I will say this though: after watching Frank Vogel's face on the Laker bench, he should be required to wear a mask My. because no one wants to see the pain he is enduring every night the Lakers play. He's always got that red face too, right? Just yeah, he's he, he should be wearing a mask.
3: And and the um, now I'm flying to Detroit, Fred, where you were born, your hometown. Mask uh, up tonight. And at the airport, I think you still have to wear yep. a mask. You do. And on the plane. I got a four-hour plane ride. I hope I fall asleep on it. But um, I think you still have to wear your mask. They yeah. haven't dropped it right no. on flights yet.
4: Not yet. And you'll have to keep it on the entire flight. We flew to Texas last weekend to see my son. He was uh, in the NCAA Division Three March Madness. Okay. And uh, they, they opened there, blew an 11-point lead with three minutes left and got eliminated. Although Jack scored 13. 34 points. Did Let you he get that many? That Did he? Yeah, yeah wow. he had a great game. Uh, going on the plane, you had to wear a mask. Once you got off the plane, all bets are off. Right. Nobody had a mask on. Yeah, Not but when you Texas, fly tonight, right? wear your mask.
3: Yeah, no doubt. Well, uh, Fred, things are changing. We got our baseball back. I can't believe games will be Thursday. And, uh, you know, and we'll be able to sit out at Dodger Stadium and enjoy baseball again. Without the mask, without I think the that'll mask, that'll be exciting. Without the mask, that'll be great. As yes. always,
4: Fred, uh, I appreciate you, man. Really R- do, Rob. I appreciate it. You know that. I love you. We're friends. I love when you ask me to sit in. It it really uh, it really makes me happy. I took TV off tonight so I could be here with you. I know you're supposed to be on TV. Everybody, all those
3: uh, eight million viewers are all bummed out that you aren't on, on tonight. But well, we appreciate it. Okay. I don't think. All right. Thanks, Fred Rogan, the uh, icon. Odd couple stick and stay on Fox Sports Radio.